the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back Melanin, activate the name, is super black In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back Melanin, activate the name, is super black uh, Imagine that, a future that's super black Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact As I encounter evils the world face Demons the world makes, I needed the world to stay Rest in peace to Chadwick, they killed all the Black Panthers Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers Suits in D.C., pray it lead to a civil war It ain't no Justice League, what's the need to be civil for? Propelled like the juggernaut, it's clear ain't no stopping this The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care But if you need me, put your fist up in the air Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back Melanin, activate the name, is super black In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane Flying high, I emerge through the flames Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back Melanin, activate the name, is super black Hey, what's happening, everybody? It is another episode of Blurred's Eye View Thank you for tuning in, I am your host the man on the wall, the king up north, Chris Fury. What's going on, everybody? If it is your first time being here, thank you for tuning in. And uh, guess what? You won't be sorry. Uh, you can always watch us and everywhere you can check us out on Amazon, Fire, or Roku through Always Press Record TV. Shout out to Trey Lawson for running Always Press Record TV. You can also catch us anywhere you listen to your podcast, including opulence radio shout out to amaron burnett for running opulence radio and you can check us out live on facebook twitch and the youtube channel and guess what you can also give us stars now on facebook so feel free to give us stars help us do more help us get this patreon off the ground because after this season is over it's never really over now is it uh let's get the party started Let's get the lady. Let's get the lady of the ship. Our gun, our gun maiden, Lady Mandalore. Hello. What's going on? Hello. Good evening, everybody. How are you doing? All right. All right. Uh, you sound great. Perfect. Good. <laughs> Girl, got an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you sound great. I was like, so yeah. Um, Sunday we did your show. We did Room Full of Blurs, yes. and we did Thank our you. little. We did our review of Flash and uh, uh, the Blackening. Oh, that's such a Dude, I'm telling you, like, look, I I ain't missed yet. <laughs> I ain't missed yet with my reviews. <laughs> I'm just I'm, singing. So tune in this Thursday after you watch Roomful of Blurds. Tune in this Thursday live because we will be covering Flash and the Blackening. Uh, we're, we're giving you a double dose, people. So you know how we rock. Uh, let's get our horror, uh, horror aficionado. In the building, geek by heart, hey. baby. What's going on? What to do? What to do? Ow, I'm trying. I'm trying. No scrolls, no transformers. We're, we're listen, listen. <laughs> we're locked in. Oh my god. Uh, we'll get the cinematic assassin on board. What's going on, brother? Hey. <clears throat> 
I promise y'all I don't come in here to to, <laughs> to derail the show intentionally. It's just that my life is ridiculous and entertainment is a byproduct. Um, right before the show started, someone yes, was like, oh, yes, I love that show. No, I said, I love that movie. I was like, what are they talking about? I checked my Instagram. They're referring to the, the photos I shared of the, the new Netflix uh, avatar. So I was like, wait a minute. You love that movie? You love the M Night Shyamalan. Mm. It's a scroll. It's a scroll. Mm. It's a scroll. Oh, we don't count that. Mm. Mm -mm. It's a player. It's a five person. I really wanted to comment. Bless your heart, but I, you know, I just, <laughs> I just you, know, you know, that's fighting words. Yeah, you're just like I don't know you right now. <laughs> On that note, we got the black spark in the building. Never fails. He's already and lost again. it. Oh no. <laughs> He's just gonna head back to the engine room and just kind of get things back together. I, I, I really am, cause Will, where do you, where, where do you find these people, sir? His algorithm thrives on <laughs> if, chaos. If it, if it, if it, if it, uh, I was gonna say I thought I had weird people roll up on my door, but you got me beat. Yes, <laughs> we got a special guest with us tonight. Uh, his hotel, he runs Black Lion and Cubs. He's this man is is everything right right here. I'm he's an educator, he is an entrepreneur, he is a hustler, he is a father, he's all the above, and he has the Cubs with him. What's going on, hotel? Babies! Oh, wow. yes. <laughs> look at that! Look at that! What's going on, everybody? Say hello to everybody. Oh. Oh. Hey. Hello. Oh. So I came across. I came across a post earlier today, which I found funny, endearing, and just all around geeky. And he's teaching his child World War II. And his child his it's his daughter. His daughter says, Okay, but when do we learn about Captain America and Hydra? And what about Indiana and the box that melts the people's faces off? Because that's oh, when it gets God. cool. And he said, I can't decide if I failed. As a father, or if I'm crushing it right now, <laughs> a little bit of both, right? A little right. bit of Those, both. That's, that's, that is essential education. Yeah, I, I think you're excelling. That's out the box thinking right there. Listen, the fact that the daughter even asked, it's really out the box if you could actually merge the actual history with what that is exactly and have them understand both. Yeah, it works. It works. What, what you do is they have a thirst. For knowledge, that's that's what you walk away from that situation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I haven't failed. I haven't right. failed. Maybe maybe it's one, just one textbook out of the eighteen comics. Just one. Yes. Just give <laughs> give more balance. Look, if, if 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 my little one turns around and says, "So if Emperor Palpatine," I said, "Stop. We are we are already good. Continue. <laughs> Next generation gonna be all right." Yeah. Listen, that part. Nothing else. Like she's supposed to be. Nothing else matters because she's learning about Star Wars and politics. It works. It I'm works. rocking with it. So you would learn a lot from. You would learn a lot from social studies just by watching Star Wars. Honestly, I mean that part. That part. They don't see politics included. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that it, part. You know, it still works to movie. this day. It still it works. Oof. Mm. So how was everyone's? week and weekend and happy father's day to the brothers here on the panel mm -hmm. uh I, I reached out to everybody and said the same because we're all in the same mm -hmm. chat uh 
So how was your Father's weekend? How was your Father's Day weekend, Juneteenth, and all the blag that that great? <laughs> Spartan has something crazy. <laughs> I see the look in his eye. I no, I'm good. I'm not <laughs> sure about that. Um, <laughs> you know, are, are we talking? You know, uh, from a therapy standpoint, or are we talking metaphysically? Because we talking about whatever you want. Oh, no, man. <laughs> Happy I dad team, exactly. Happy I dad team. I am content. I, I am. I am lovely. How are you this evening? Uh, oh, I'm. I'm inquisitive this evening. That's what I am. I would like to know Facts. more about your weekend, sir. <laughs> my weekends are my weekends are anything but stories. And I feel like I'm just sharing my life, sharing my life every time we get to these points. I mean, what we do. Am I in the wrong place? There, there are children present. I, I will look, pass. There are children. Look, look, I literally just showed the Craven the Hunter trailer yesterday, and the people's responses was like, I don't know. I'm sitting, I might have to sit this one out. And most of them were like understandably, uh, you know, like, yeah, I, I ain't feel and they was like, I'd love to see your take on it. I said, Oh, don't worry. You're gonna hear it from us. You know? <laughs> I, I literally told him, I said, oh, that's what we're here for. Like, we, we, we shoot from the hip. Like, you're going to find out. Uh, Chloe says, what do we think about the whole Titanic, submersible Titanic tour? Um, it's crazy. The what's now? Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. You, exactly. Oh, they want to give tours of where you can actually see the current resting place of the famous ship. However... My God, the submersible that they're using is currently lost. Mm-hmm. And I think it has five people in it. It did. Yeah, it did. Uh, they <laughs> probably have Just like with that part. I laughed first. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to your own. Welcome to your own horror movie. <laughs> it, it, that they, part. They, they're, they're, they probably have maybe fifty to seventy-five hours of air left. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I'm no. see this one out. And that was earlier. Well, you better laugh. You better laugh with us. We're riding this. You in this boat. Look, look, look. We we our, we got our tickets a long time ago. I mean, at this point. <laughs> oh. So I'm I'm hearing that I'm hearing that some of the equipment that they used on this thing were like not even the top grade. Of items to use, mm-hmm. it was all from Wish. Can yeah, I say the one, can I say not the from one Wish. Shut. Mm-hmm. Just, just the one. I want just they. They had a. They had a. They had a. Hold on. They had a. Um. They. Not, they I'm not even kidding. Yes, I'm not kidding. Yeah. This is what mean. they you to control it. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yep. It wasn't even this. It was like Listen, y'all, it looked like it looked like the GameCube controller. Yeah, it's, I'm not game. joking. I'm not y'all joking. are playing games. I, they were. This ain't a barber persuasion, is it? We're we're this ain't good. Persuasion. No, no. no. Okay. No, but it is. We're ridiculous. we're good. We're not that damn good. We're not that good to do that. See, not, see, not to joke them, about this one. <laughs> like, see, all, them, all them killer whales gathered. They try to tell you all them killer whales gathered in one spot. <laughs> hey, Angelica that part. Empress, that was a head? warning. <laughs> one thing that I part. find out, yeah, when you have a when you have a, a a herd of orcas going somewhere, and they're like, "Oh, what are they doing?" And I say, "Minding their, their business, their own business." <laughs> try it sometime. I'm just I'm like, like, I'm gonna mess with nature till nature fights back, and all of a sudden, what happened? No, I think you did exactly what they're supposed to do. 
They were always so peaceful. I don't understand that it's just it's so. We odd. just wanted to pet them. They do not want to be bothered. You call them killer whales for a reason. A logic exactly. It was a logic tech controller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh. I'm sorry. Survival of the fittest. That was dumb. That was dark. That's Darwinism. That, that, that is Darwinism at its finest. That's like someone saying, "Hey, how would y'all like to go into an untested uh, aquatic machine?" To go several leagues under to go see a sunken ship that you already knew about that had no survivors. That shit can't well, break. I, I definitely want to see what y'all <laughs> talking about. It's a it's a, it's a madhouse, is what it is. It really is. I just feel like that's how the middle passage started. I just don't want to be invited to no boats. I, I just feel bad for the HR department because you know you know at this point. <laughs> It's like if you're, the, if you're the HR department for that submersible company, you're like I quit. There, yeah, there is no what HR are you stopping? It's See, been a lot. It's been a lot of HR talk. That's why it's been a lot of talk of, of HR in our in our chat. So it was just like <laughs> willing to far ahead a day. I can't stay ahead a day. Uh yeah. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Leave it to Tafari. <laughs> and that's and that's why yeah. I don't mess with the C. That exactly. that statement right there is why I don't mess with the C. Man, on that note, <laughs> this is why we might as well get into the news. <laughs> I'm talking about Batman. Uh, we're, we'll be talking about Batman and Friends on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> so oh, you changed your hat, Will. I'm sorry. I just noticed his hat. Yeah, he changes that. This was an accident. I will I will have the appropriate attire oh, on okay. Thursday. I just I'm just clocking you. I'm, anyway. I'm say, listen, I'm gonna go down with the ship. I'm gonna go down with the ship. I call down the Billy. We just got through we, talking about the Titanic. Af- I cannot afford another ship computer. We're not rocking with that kind of cash. <laughs> Jeez, I'm going to go down with the ship. Not just after the Titanic story. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> Lord. The, the cackle is the cackle for me. Uh, I'm sorry. So, Jensen Ackles, who already has played Red Hood in the animated features of. Uh, for the DC universe and currently is the voice of Batman and I think three of their animated films is not opposed to playing Batman himself or Batman Brave and the Bold. Why not? I'm here for it. I am here for it. I am not going to lie. I would take him up on that offer. Is mm-hmm. is everybody going to be okay, so I'm confused because I know that James said James like I know him. <laughs> um, we, need to, we need to know James. Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> he said that he's going with a younger Superman. So is this Brave and the Bold going to be a, a younger iteration of everybody? Well, or is going to be older? I know that he has Damien. And I'm saying, and I'm like, okay, this it must not be early Batman, like just fresh back off the boat or off the plane from training Batman. Yeah. I'm thinking more like year seven. At best, Probably, it must at be best. year seven, Batman. At best, I'm giving him that at best. Mm-hmm. So he's got to be his late twenties, early thirties, yeah. somewhere around there. 
His first his first well, date man, with Tyler Jensen is about forties. That's what yeah. I'm saying, Lenny. Jensen's in his forties now, so I don't know. Jensen's in his forties, but I mean, he's playing Soldier Boy and I mean, yeah, Soldier Boy, but he older. I don't know. Technically, yeah. Soldier Boy was frozen. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, he was frozen. No, the hat is gorgeous. No, 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 no. I'm not sure. No, the hat is appropriate. He should have always been wearing that hat. However. <laughs> oh, my God. These years. Right. Lord Shut mercy. up. Uh, <laughs> it's always Tafari, isn't it? Uh, shout out to Tafari. Uh, but yeah, he's not opposed to playing it. Uh, he said he would be upset if Pedro Pascal got it because Pedro Pascal is getting everything. <laughs> everything. He's like, don't put him in everything. So what it is, that's just kind of the thing. Um, also in comics, which kind of blew the lid off the off of this one, Anthony Edward Stark and Emma yeah. Grace Frost. Yes, are getting married. When? This, Who? When? This is the greatest still in probably all of comics. Look, <laughs> look how salty all of the X Men look. Yeah, because <laughs> we're all asked the same question: How? Why? Okay. Is, is it a marriage? Is it? Is it? Now, here's my thing: Is it a marriage of convenience like Kingpin is with Typhoid Mary? Because Typhoid Mary is a mutant. So yeah, she's on Krakoa. And Kingpin, in order to escape all his past crimes, including being a corrupt mayor of New York City, mm-hmm. has married Typhoid Mary. So by law, he's allowed to be on Krakoa. True. There. Okay. Can I keep? So it that's simple? a marriage of convenience. So now, is this also a marriage of convenience? And then how? I was going to say because Stark's relationship record does not bode well. If that's the case. Mm-mm. Hey. Not Zimmer's. But aren't they both assholes? Yes. yes. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. Married <laughs> to convenience. That's it. Not convenience. There is what is it? Uh, mutually assured destruction. Oh, definitely that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's, that, not... that's a given. I want a good close up of Scott Summers as that's happening you, because you I know he's look is... at Scott. <laughs> I can't. I can't like, find him in the picture. He's, he's, he's there, but he's, he's there, but you can't. He's not really zoomed in on him, and his yeah. face is still so tight. He's he like is... right there. <laughs> He is holding the girl's hand and still big mad watching his other babe get married. He is giving a thousand yard stare. That's about the best way I could put it. Yeah. Like mm. he's he's you know they're holding Gene Gray, but I never it's like a man that just got told that the you know we are out of Big Macs and McDonald's space. <laughs> After Not after the nice. wedding, Scott is going to be outside dancing in the rain like his like his B two K. Not the Ray J. Not the one wish Ray J. No, right. that was a great oh. reference. It, it it works. That was See, a the, great reference. See, Blurred's Eye View, we're very well rounded. We Scott going to be outside. Very well rounded. We know a lot of stuff. Uh, so this is taking place in X Men number twenty six and the continuing Invincible Iron Man number ten. That's not. It's not going to happen until September because mm-hmm. you know they do a lot of these reviews like way way early. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. I, I, I'm trying to figure out why. And this is I mean, they're of- already this is like right after the fall of X, and they're just see that's that's the part that I'm wondering right there. This is post the fall of X. So it's like what happens during the fall of X that brings together these two people that were not on my bingo card of 2023. 
<laughs> I think it is too, Angelic Empress. Yeah, I it's, it's what it's feeling. It's Some kind of set. Because I can't see Emma just willfully doing it. Like, willfully? Like, not using any mind powers whatsoever? Like, it, wasn't mean, she... Oh. Wasn't she caught up in the not the Illuminati, Jesus, Mary and Joseph? Oh, the um, Hellfire Gala, the Hellfire Gala, yeah. No, no. Um, oh, damn, Emma Frost. She was involved in some. Oh kind no! Of oh, she was a part of the, the Mister Sinister stuff. Yeah, right. But it wasn't her. It was her clone. Oh. See, all the all the all the mutants have been cloned except for one, mm-hmm. and that was Storm because she kind of seen something happen. She was yeah. like, if "This is if this is a person y'all want to trust." Y'all can get my Ancestry.com DNA. So, um, before we talk about this on Thursday, I do want to give a shout out to this woman here because there are rumors that they want to do more with her in the future. Uh, And that's Sasha Cali. Now, if you've seen seen Flash, you'll know what we mean. She had a very (laughs) good uh, showing in the film. Uh, She had a good showing. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. Uh, she's she's met with uh, Peter Safran to discuss her future in the DCU. Jimmy, Jimmy, J- Jimmy G, Jimmy G, <laughs> make it make it work. Make it work, baby. Uh, also, while we're still on the DC stuff, mm-hmm. someone actually said they snuck in the during that whole during that whole screening, that test screening for okay. Batgirl. And pretty much said it was a solid film. It was parts where they could have been, they could have, all they needed was rewrites here and a reshoot here, but it was a solid film. Release. Lady Lady Mandalore, what have you? I thought he was about to say release it. Release the cut. Just put it out. Like, what do you got to lose? What do you have to lose now? I think think there was a guy with a suitcase at the end of the movie theater, like, release the cut. (laughs) Just (laughs) hang (laughs) it. There's like, like, like a crowd of men sitting over to the corner. They're like, "What are they doing?" Oh, they're the executives of what? It's like, it's like, like, wait, it's like, say, "Got wait on the password." It's like, "What's the password?" Batgirl, release. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing like this the whole time. Someone's there in the corner with the finger like this. And... I don't mean to turn. I don't mean to turn into a German, but I can only imagine somebody back there like I'm just waiting on that one person I know is going to leak, and I'm just waiting on that one individual. Like they oh, pick yeah. up a it's phone, you don't, know where, you don't know where the phone comes from. It was like release the cut, you know. It's just <laughs> one of those things. Oh my god! So yeah, I you know I, somebody get Ryan Reynolds on the phone. He'd be the first suspect. He he's quick to release something and 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 then fade away. He'd be, he'd be the first suspect when they start asking, "Was it you?" Yes, yes, it was me. It was Everybody. me all along. <laughs> this is the Game of Thrones. Tim. <laughs> Tell them it was me. (laughs) I want them to know Deadpool sends his regards. Yes. So, as you know, we uh, uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse has done an amazing job and it's showing, still showing. Go support Mm -hmm. it. Uh, uh, Already, probably a past, it's probably at 900 million. Uh, Yeah. It's probably at 900 million now. Um, But our very own Tafari TV has some couple. uh, theories that a lot of us should be working on so uh check this out okay i think we've got enough in attendance ben pay attention sorry i was brooding about how my muscles in perfect pose 
weren't enough to get the job done last mission. And that's why we're here. So we can all discuss what the hell happened. I'll tell you what happened. You too damn hard on the kid. Hey, I'm in charge of this whole operation, which means I'm in charge of making sure all of reality doesn't fall apart. So are two requirements of that position being the only unfunny Spider-Man and a total dick to teens? Hey, Dios mío, I hate you so much. He is a walking anomaly and breaking the cannon. I have questions about that. Yes. So the kid's cannon event is that his dad dies. Right. Because Spot kills him. Yeah. Which right now is still on track because he escaped. I mean, if you want to get technical. But if Gwen had caught him, what was the plan? Aren't you technically disrupting the cannon by sending her on that mission in the first place? Yeah, and if this all starts with the collider and the spider, isn't Kingpin and basically every alchemist the real problem? What are you both trying to say? That this whole damn thing is your fault. Why are you even here? I was told you quit. Did. Then we got a chance to tell you and couldn't pass that up. Found your broken watch, by the way. You know these don't grow on trees, right? I have to build them. I see you got a day pass, but how did you get here? Easy. It's the ride, mate. What? The only person you said couldn't come was Miles. He's just mad because the city little sister hasn't made a lick of sense since the beginning. Explain. You go on and on fussing at us about kind of events. Meanwhile, you had a whole holiday in someone else's universe. Not because of a Gwen or Uncle Ben, because you were lonely. And then you kind of built this whole system around your negative experience. You basically lied so from Toy Story. Throwing the fact that all of this is the result of you having one bad day. Bit of a Joker complex in there too. All of you piss off. Next order of business. Getting Miles out of the wrong dimension. Where did he end up anyway? Lila, pull up Earth 42. Good God. Yeah, I don't think he exists there, and neither does Spider-Man. This is what happens when you disrupt the cannon. And yet that world is still standing. Not the point. Okay, but if the cannon is just having a Spider-Man, there's like a thousand of us here. Why not just send us over there in shifts? That's not New York anymore. That's Gotham City. Is he allowed to say that? Legally? There's no anomalies there, so we haven't had a reason to go. Wait, if I don't meet Miles, I don't fix my marriage or have a kid, so is my daughter an anomaly? Status pending, but as someone who was literally there when I lost mine, I would appreciate it if you stopped rubbing her in my face every chance you get. It's a bit insensitive. That... You know what? You're totally right. I've never even thought about it that way. That's my bad. But let's at least suit up and go get the kid. And that's my final order of business. Everybody needs to show up here mission ready from now on. No more just popping up wearing whatever. Are you really enforcing a dress code? Yes. He's been showing up like that for weeks and you haven't said a thing. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't drag me into this. I'm, I'm just on my way to the cafeteria. I'm not part of this personal tiff you two got going on. <sighs> Hope the kids having more fun than us right now. <clears throat> Who are you? I'm Miles Morales. Gotta let me go. Or our dad. Your dad. Alright, I ain't got time for this blah 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 blah. Something funny, don't watch the mouth, watch the hands. He is with it. <laughs> All I could think of was like, let me get back to the notepad because Jesus, <laughs> he's right. <laughs>
<laughs> oh man, shout out to Safari. People was loving it. They they already saying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. Shout out to Otaku Noir. <laughs> they loving it. They love it. Most kids coming away. Uh, <laughs> so we have our special guest tonight, uh, Hotep for Black Lion and Cubs, along with his own Cubs. Uh, you're on mute. Uh, and so we're going to talk about all the projects that you're, you have going that are launched. Uh, the big launch that's coming up on July, in July, and everything, just everything, everything. So, tell us a little bit. Uh, where you want me to start, man? I got a lot to say. I'm almost 50 years old, so I got a, a 50 years of history and stories to tell. Tell me where to start. All right. So you you're an educator. You still do you are you still a teacher? No, I retired from teaching back in 2010 to build my consulting practice. So I currently spend my time working with schools and school districts around the country, training teachers, uh, helping principals, and um, developing curriculum to help schools perform at a higher level. That's what's up. That's what's up. What's up? We need. We need. These are the types of teachers we need because you've seen something in a in the the upcoming generation. I should say you've seen something in the upcoming generation that was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you said, you left. You retired in ten two thousand ten. You came. You started doing the consulting. What made you want to start consulting? Well, I was having good success in the classroom. I taught elementary school, uh, fifth grade, and also five years of kindergarten. So. Working with the young ones is something I have a lot of experience with. And um, ultimately, I had great success in the, the individual school that I was working at. And I felt that, uh, you know, because I'm always, I've always been an entrepreneur, that it was time to spread my wings and share those best practices that I was implementing in one classroom to multiple classrooms all around the country and ultimately around the world. So that's uh, how I got into, you know, I transitioned basically at that point. So now you you started consulting and you're consulting all these businesses. Yeah. Uh, what made you want to get into the blurred space or back into yeah. the blurred space? Uh, yeah, yes, I have to uh, preface this to say that I'm back in it. Um, you know, I, I'm I don't I can't say I'm one of I'm an OG blurred, if you will, right? And I don't yes. even really consider myself to be a blurred. But if because uh, there was none of this term back when I was into comics and cartoons. Right. And video games, you know, I, I'm. I grew up in the '80s. You have to be quiet, son. You have to be quiet. Okay. I grew up in the '80s, so my reference for cartoons, comics, and video games is uh, regular NES, not even Super NES, but the original <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, Mega Man, uh, Castlevania, Rygar, Bionic Commando, all those games. That's what I, what I came up on. Mega Man. That's my boy. <laughs> um, and then uh, and uh, <laughs> Transformers, Voltron, Thundercats. Those are you know before anyone even heard of what anime was. That was you know our orientation. In fact, a lot of the work that I do now in animation comes from what I used to watch with Voltron. I'll talk about that later. But then even in the comic books, you know John Byrne as an artist, Frank Miller when he used to draw Wolverine, he got famous by doing that original Wolverine series. And then uh, ultimately, when I left uh, back in 91, the whole comic scene, it was centered around when Todd McFarlane made a name around doing the Spider-Man and the creation of Venom character. And I think he had just created Spawn when I just I left the game to go to college. So 91 from like 80, from the you know mid 80s to 91 is really my whole orientation when it comes to 
the space, the, the blurred space, as you call it, comics, cartoons. They, they, that's considered, mm-hmm. I think that's considered the golden age. No, the silver yeah. age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. silver, silver age of comics. Uh, it matches uh, my hair, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, we don't do quizzes unless unless you're really ingrained and then, you know, then Lady Mandalore has to rein me in. Um, <laughs> Sir. <laughs> I, I I ask some diabolical quizzing questions when it comes to nerd stuff. Um, you mentioned you mentioned cartoons, and mm. you, and I know you have an anime. This is just one of the projects you have yeah, yeah, on, the, on the docket. Let's talk about this cartoon that you have coming up. Oh, okay, so Black Lion and Cubs is I, I consider it to be more of a, a movement in uh, art and culture, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, and I call it that because. Um, it's it's multimedia. I have multiple mediums that I'm launching at the same time. I have the anime cartoon, but I also have uh, the comic. I have I have three video games that have completed that have been completed thus far. Um, I have the what else do I have? And I have obviously you know T-shirts um, for merch, posters, uh, the album. So I have an audiobook series to go along with the uh, the cartoon and the comic. Um, releasing a collector's card deck series. Oh. So, you know, people will be able to, for all the images that I have, if you can't afford the posters and all the T-shirts, but you want the entire collection, you can have it on the card decks. Um, so, you know, I have multiple mediums and I'm constantly creating. I have new other things that I'm coming up with. I have a kid's book that I'll be releasing as well with the same characters, um, you know, because ultimately I'm not new to the space of creation. You know, mm-hmm. everything that you're hearing me uh, you know, spit out right now are things that I've created in the past for some of my previous brands. And now this is Black Lion and Cubs is a culmination of all of those things. Ultimately, Black Lion and Cubs came out uh, as, as a result of fatherhood. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you've heard, for those of you that are parents, you've heard parents talk about how parenthood allows you to relive your childhood, right? Mm-hmm. So in, in a sense, I'm reliving my own childhood through my, my boys, but because I'm an entrepreneur, I don't just have them consume the content that I share it with. I say, hey, you know what? You guys like Transformers. You like, you know, Voltron. You like whatever it is we're watching on TV. Well, shoot, daddy can create that. You understand? I can create it in a way that shows our faces. Because, you know, if you if you watch that stuff back in the 80s, you never saw us. You know what I'm saying? We were, we were totally absent. As much as we loved it, we weren't in there. You know what I'm saying? We, we were, you know, you'd be hard pressed to see a character that looked like us. So, uh, you know, I say, hey, if you guys like it, then I'm, daddy's going to create it. And I'm going to create it in a way that uh, speaks to our values, our morals, our culture, our history. Of course, it's going to be educational because that's just the work that I do. And, uh, you know, and ultimately, it's important that the messages that come through these mediums is empowering. You know, that's a big theme in my household. You know, themes like believing in yourself, um, you know, being brave. Uh, having confidence and earning those types of messages are mm-hmm. important to me in my own personal household. So now I'm able to take those messages, put them on the big screen, put it in the anime space, and put and, and you know the kids are able to be he- heroes and be brave and show their powers. Yeah. And so, that's right. There you go. Oh, <laughs> let them know. All right. So uh, you know I'm just having a ball with it. And uh, yeah. so, okay, so all right, all right. So I'm just very grateful to have this opportunity and also to have the experience and the ability to be in a place in my life where I'm able to create at will to create for the sheer, um, for the sheer desire and purpose of creation in itself. 
you know, of course, eventually I plan to monetize everything that I create. But the truth of the matter is, this is a, a passion product, a passion project. And I'm passionate about my children, obviously, right? So uh, if they love it, that's all that matters to me. But I hope a lot of other people love it too. And I'm hoping that I can make this brand, Black Lion and Cubs, as big as uh, those those previous ones are uh, have been, you know, big as, uh, you know, Dragon Ball Z was and Naruto is today, you see? Right. So, so let's let's talk about the the let's talk about the cartoon. So this is obviously this this is you and your boys. Yeah. This is this yes. is just a, a play on you and your boys. I can enjoy art that is just simple. You know, it's not too much going on. It's a sneak preview from one of the cartoons or from the episode one of the cartoon. Uh, let's talk about the backstory of this cartoon. Like, what's it about? Okay, so um, you know, I wanted when I just <laughs> when I decided to create a story and ultimately a universe around uh, Black Lion and Cups. You know, so first of all, let me just give a little background. See, I came up in the '80s. Um, some of you and I was a big kung fu head back in the days. Like my father used to take us to 42nd Street. I'm from New York, and we used to watch you know all those kung fu movies. You know, before Wu Tang Clan. I'm talking about that's that was a lifestyle. We used to go, used to go to 42nd Street and go to the kung fu theaters. On, on, on that block and there were several of them throughout the, throughout the street so uh, one of the um series that i became acquainted with through comics and through kung fu was a series called uh lone wolf and cub now lone, lone wolf and cub was a story about a samurai i believe he lost his master and he lost his way but he had a young child that he had to navigate the world with and so he used to push around this cart and you know fight the enemies and even got his little son involved in it you know so uh, when I got, you know, when I decided I was going to do something with my kids, um, you know, I just pulled together everything that my, my, my own experience uh, and, uh, you know, my own experience was familiar with. And that's how I kind of came up with Black Lion and Cubs. The fact that uh, obviously I'm black, but then, uh, you know, because of my hair, people used to say I, I look like a lion, you know, and so all these things came together, the silver and the hair just so anyway. Uh, fast forward to now, I wanted to create a series and a universe that was family friendly. That's number one. So it's a, what differentiates my brand is that it's family friendly. You won't hear any cursing. You won't see any ultra violence, no pulling out blood and guts and even punching. You don't see any punching or kicking in my series because that's not something I want my children to be doing, especially to each other, right? Because you know, that's what happens at, at home first. Mm -hmm. So um, the series is centered around a Nubian warlord right who has decided and committed his life to peace after he's experienced the, the the trials and tribulations of warfare and seeing that you know what we've been fighting for so many years i've been fighting well a, a, a well-known warrior but fighting doesn't get us anywhere you know what I'm saying it just leads to more fighting so he decided to commit to a life of peace now for those that don't know my name is hotep hotep means peace you see and so this is how i'm bringing in our family our values and such in our culture into this brand so Black Lion, he's decided that, you know what, fighting is not for me anymore. I'm going to commit to a lifestyle of peace. So he goes back home from Upper Egypt to his home in Nubia. And in Nubia is where he has his sons, okay? And his sons are there, and he basically says, you know what, I'm going to commit to a lifestyle of, of peace, but I uh, have to make sure that my home, my, our home is protected. So he teaches his sons the art of warfare uh, and also the spiritual arts the majestic and magical spiritual arts of Ma'at, M-A-A-T. 
So ma'at is where is, 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 is the, the balance of, of life in the mystical uh, African, particularly Egyptian uh, mythology, if you will. And so that's why you see on the characters on the left and right, you see the images from Egyptian mythology, the Ankh and the symbol of the Duat and Black Lion wears the eye of, the eye of Horus on his band. And so he teaches his children the spiritual warf, the, the spiritual art, so that they can access their powers whenever needed. And the whole idea is, hey, they were only going to use these powers if they were ever attacked by outsiders that came to Nubia and, and attempted to invade or colonize, if you will, their land, right? <laughs> but what had happened is, uh, although that was the intention of him, uh, uh, you know, his intention, they're called upon for a variety of other reasons that were unintended. And that's how they start getting on these uh, in, uh, adventures and missions to help protect uh, upper, excuse me, protect the king of Upper Egypt, which he you know, he used to work for, and against all the different forces and, and challenges that they might come across. And so that the basic story. Uh, there's a queen. So you know, uh, obviously, uh, I have two children because they came through a woman who's my wife, and I I found a creative way to integrate her into the story, but I didn't make her. Uh, I didn't. Well, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to give too much of the story. Bottom line, there's a lot of twists and turns in it. I got a, I, I'm deep in the storytelling because that's just what I've been doing for a long time. And uh, so that's the basics that I'll share for now. But the story gets a lot deeper and there's a lot of twists and turns within it to keep people engaged, get, keep people interested. So it's not just, you know, a flat story with uh, only three characters. I'm not going to hold you. The fact that you have it that detailed and know where you want the story to go is enough mm -hmm. yep. it, it says enough in the fact that you went and you said it's not it's it's, a, it's basically a non-violent type of, of atmosphere you know no blood and guts and, and everything it's different it's mm -hmm. it's this man it's his children it's this world that they live in it's it's talking about our history you know and it's putting it in a positive light where it's just kind of yeah we know about all of this other stuff but we need to talk about this here but put it in the fantasy aspect so it it, it engages not just children but adults alike so and i, and I like that aspect you know, well, so that, that's the plan thank you for that you know i wanted to balance it you know i, I wanted it to be family friendly so i didn't want it to make it just kitty you understand like it's appropriate for children but uh, I believe, and you guys will let me know once we launch on the 17th, you know, if parents can enjoy it as well. I would say that the type of animation uh, that you'll see is, is more similar to Dragon Ball Z, where the characters are more displaying and flexing power. You understand? That's really where what's happening in my stories is the characters have great power. They're displaying it, you know, you know, using the hand movements and gestures like you see my son doing right now. So they're demonstrating that within themselves, they have great power. They're flexing that power and utilizing that power to to uh, defeat the enemies, if you will. But the enemies are doing the same thing. It's a, it's a flexing of power, unique power, different power, um, based off of uh, uh, you know confidence, self-esteem, belief, and, and strategy. Uh, the other thing that I included in every episode is a lesson. So um, Black Lion's role in all of this, when when they run into an enemy, if you will, Black Lion does not engage in any kind of battle. It's his only his, his sons engage in battle. Black Lion, uh, his role is to uh, protect as a father. And the way he protects as a father is by creating a, uh, a, a dimension shifting force field around uh, everybody that's in, engaged in battle. And so his job is he creates this force field around everybody. So the environment that they're fighting in or, or 
are competing in is is protected so they don't destroy everything around them and it allows the, the, the battle to occur um, you know as benignly as possible so it allows them to fight but it protects uh, everyone you know, on the outside. So that's his role. So he gets into a yeah. meditative position using the peace signs, right? He gets in these peace signs. You'll, see, you'll always see Black Lion with these peace signs. And um, that's him in his meditative position. That's right. Show him how to do it, son. There you go. Okay. <laughs> that's right. And um, that, so that's his role. So it's the children that are, are fighting. They take on the, the, the battles. And um, But again, I wanted to make sure that it's family-friendly, appropriate for everybody. So, um, you know, again, hope, I'm hoping that that'll be the response that I get as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what I like. I like this. Now, did you guys want to ask him anything? I, I, I was going to have questions, but he kind of no, blew no, my no, no, mind. Go ahead. He kind of answered my questions. I'm, uh, I'm just the captain of the ship. I, I, can't, uh, I can't steer it all. <laughs> I can't say anything beyond the fact that, you know, I love, I love, first and foremost, educators, I always have a soft spot for them. You guys, um, you guys to me have one of the greatest professions that really doesn't get the recognition nor accolades that you guys deserve because of what you guys do. Even more so that I respect you for that. I respect you that you're wanting to give your sons and other kids out there, you want to give them something different, but you also want to inspire them. Like you said, you want to be able to, you know, inspire your sons to, you know, to, to be brave, to not be scared, to, to move forward, to take chances, and you want to do so in a format that only reaches them but reaches others. And I, I, I love that mission. I can't, I can't really think of anything else I could really ask you outside of, outside of what you've already said. Which, like I said, you blew through my questions as far as you know, how did you come to this? You know, how did you come to this mission? How did you, how did you decide that that um, that animation was going to be the vehicle that you wanted it to be, but you kind of already blew through all that. So, I mean, unless you guys got questions, he kind of blew through my list already. Well, you know, I wanted to share something else because uh, I I did an interview a week or two ago and I, I, it's it's interesting. I've come to this point in the creation of Black Lion Cubs uh, through uh, several different experiences right so i tell people one you know my, my children my niece lived down in my in the basement of my house here her and her boyfriend were big anime fans so they were showing my children anime of today so my mm-hmm. children would come upstairs from the basement and they say oh you know we saw this and we saw and i said what is that what are y'all talking about and my niece would say oh we were watching anime downstairs i said oh you guys look you guys like that oh daddy can do that so that's that was one way that i came to this but then the other day i was look i was uh watching I have a private YouTube channel where I, a lot of my creations are that most people don't know about. Because mm-hmm. um, as I tell people, I'm able to create at will and at a very uh, quick pace because I'm not new to production, right? Mm-hmm. And storytelling. I've been doing it for many years through a previous brand. My previous brand was with the Hustle Brothers. So I had a bunch of, uh, I had two characters called the Hustle Brothers, which were fashioned off of myself and my best friend. The Hustle Brothers are two cool cats. They make school and education cool, and they have sunglasses, and they're all about entrepreneurship and leadership. Mm-hmm. So with, under the Hustle Brothers brand, I already had coloring books, and I had cartoons and songs that I had already developed, and I made educational videos for that. Hold on, slow down, son, slow down. Okay, listen. Um, and But I realized as I, we were watching, because some of their favorite songs are some of the Hustle Brothers music videos that I created. As I was watching that the other day, I said, you know what? This is kind of hold on, son. This is how I kind of came to 
This is how I kind of can't. You guys gonna have to go now. You all go sit over there with mom. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> all right. They did good. They helped. They, they helped. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, high five, son. High five. You did a good job. Thank you. Especially the little one. The little yeah, one. Was so he he, he, he held. Watching. He held the line. He was watching something on the phone. Ah. Um, it looked like it was though. Yeah. He, yeah. Um. So, um, what what I noticed through watching the the videos that I had created with the Hustle Brothers is that it was it was them watching and enjoying the Hustle Brothers videos that made me think, man, you guys like these characters here. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to create characters around them. So this is how it started, right? So I'm thinking about the Hustle Brothers. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna make my sons the new the new Hustle Brothers, right? Because mm -hmm. they're brothers. I said, you guys are gonna be the new Hustle Brothers. Um, and so I started getting into the thoughtfulness of how can I include my children in what I'm creating here? And so it was a combination of what was happening, what I was already doing with the Hustle Brothers and then seeing their response to anime that said, hey, let me take the whole combination of two characters, the brothers together, uh, fashion that in an anime space and create something totally new that uh, where they can see themselves. Gotcha. And so that's kind of another pathway to Black Lion and Cubs. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. Ah, oh, no, look, we all got kids. We know, we know, we know. We know. Except, except for Lady Mandalore. <laughs> except, except for one person. Except Lady, Lady Mandalore doesn't have kids. The rest of us, we get it. Um, well, I guess it does. I guess, though, thank you for that. But I was, I'll say thank you for jogging my memory on that. So... I was going to ask you about the video game aspect because mm -hmm. what led you to that? Because I know for a lot of things, like you said, you wanted to show, you wanted to show that you know that we can be represented in 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 uh, in animation and things of that nature. What led you to actually think that you know video games would be the next step? Just, mm -hmm. just wondering. Yeah. Well, I, again, I already had video games for the Hustle Brothers. Mm -hmm. So what? everything that I share with you guys that I create is something that I've already created for a different, uh, in a different, for a different brand, right? Okay. I'm familiar with that space. Uh, ultimately, that's why I say Black Lion and Cubs isn't just an anime. It's really a more of a movement of art and culture. Um, my, my vision for all of this is how can I create a brand that is comprehensive of as many different formats and mediums of visual artistry mm -hmm. that's also creative and something different than what other people may typically do. The great thing that I learned as an entrepreneur, I've been, like I said, I've been an entrepreneur since 1996 when I released my first album on cassette and was selling cassettes out the trunk. So I learned entrepreneurship in the music industry and then from the music industry to the film industry and then from the film industry to the book publishing industry. So I, I, I'm very, I've been telling stories and sharing my thoughts and ideas through multiple mediums and formats for a long time. The thing that I learned is in every independent industry, you have, uh, you know, you have people, people tend to do things the industry way. In the music industry, what we did is, oh, oh, in order to get on, what you do is you make a demo, you take the demo to the radio, or to the radio station or to the record label, let the label listen to it. If they like it, they'll put you on. Right. Mm -hmm. Film industry, same thing. You know, you shoot a trailer or make a treatment, write a story, go to Hollywood and then knock on doors, see if somebody will produce your film. Right. In book publishing, you write a treatment or you, um, you know, write a query letter, send it to the publishers in New York. 
say, hey, will you guys put me on? But I've never been the type of person to sit around and wait for other people to greenlight me. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm an operator. I operate like a boss. I'm a bona fide hustler. I don't wait for opportunity I created. And so um, now I'm doing that in this space. It's a culmination of all of that. But again, I want to do things. I don't want to be the, the dime a dozen artist in, the, in any industry, right? I want to be the diamond, of, diamond in the rough. And the way I become the diamond in the rough is by differentiating myself from what everybody else is doing. So that's the reason why Black Lion and Cubs, first and foremost, is family friendly. Outside of everything else I said, everything else I said, it's important that I differentiate what we're doing from everyone else. Mm -hmm. Video games is just another example of that. While everybody's, you know, doing their Kickstarters and launching a comic and writing and doing a comic, I don't want to do that. Y'all do the comic. I'm going to do the video game. You understand? Because that puts me in a different light, in a different perspective, and allows me to make and generate more attention and noise in a quicker amount of time because it's not it's not dime it's not uh, dime a dozen it's diamond in the rough you see right, right, right. so yeah. that's kind of and then uh, like i said i'm a fan i'm a fan of video well you know from from back in my days mm -hmm. i'm a fan of it so that's why video games had to be a part of black line and cubs movement before yeah. we get going into that into the video game round we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back we're talking a hotel of black line and cubs uh he this man is all around everything uh <laughs> it's like it's not a list long enough this brother is doing it all he puts his mind to it and he does it uh but we'll be right back uh right after this there we go this just in feeling groggy in the morning coffee just can't give you that pep in the step that you're looking for try pop starts for that great get up and go that adults need Pop Starts has the vitamin and nutrients that only grown-ups can partake in. And with flavors such as tossed salad and scrambled eggs and Jack Daniels and Bud Light flavors to start your day or end it, there's nothing better to wake up to unless you count that depressing cubicle job. Well, anyway, try Pop Starts today. Pop Starts is not part of the Kellogg's Corporation. Pop Starts could give you diarrhea. Pop Starts are not found in your local grocery store. <laughs> Hi there. This is a commercial break. This is your reminder to peep the podcast on all platforms and drop them a follow. And these are some more popular episodes that you can go ahead and check out after this one. Okay, I think I've bought them enough time for whatever they're doing behind me. Cut it, Chris. I'm going back to my damn sandwich. <laughs> We are <laughs> we are with Hotep of Black Lion and Cubs and Hustle University and his consulting uh, company. This man is all over the place. Uh, he's about the business. He's all about the business. He's Definitely. on the business. Uh, and this is why me and him are starting to work together. So let's talk about this video game because I I was able to play like the beta version of it, and it's giving it was it was giving NES. It's side-scrolling. It's fun. Uh, it passes the time. Let's talk about that. Uh, so I have three games. I have, and each of the games is loosely based off of the three series. So all right, let me step back. So Black Line and Cubs. I'm launching multiple formats and series of um, Black Line and Cubs all at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, there's three series that I've created. The first series is called Valley of the Kings. The second series is called The Sands of Time, and the third one is called Culture Clash. 
I might change that title, but it's called Culture Clash right now. Each one has a totally different story. Um, so for each of those three stories of the comic book and the cartoon, I also created a video game for. The one that uh, Chris is talking about is the video game for Valley, the, Valley of the Kings. In the story of Valley of the Kings, the characters uh, have to visit different parts of Africa, collect scrolls, uh, and have to decipher the, 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 the hieroglyphics on the scrolls in order to access the next clue in order to save the queen, okay? Uh, the mm -hmm. queen of Upper Egypt, who's been loosely, if you will, kidnapped, at least taken by the king of Lower Egypt. So the whole thing right now is there's a big battle going on between the, the pharaoh of Upper Egypt and the pharaoh of Lower Egypt. Uh, mm -hmm. The pharaoh of Lower Egypt wants control of the entire continent, if you will, but he has to, you know, he has to get through the the, uh, the, um, the other pharaoh, the major pharaoh in the story. So Valley of the Kings is a side-scrolling game. It, you know, it would remind you of, like I said, it would remind you more of, of a Castlevania mm -hmm. slash, um, you know, yeah, it's more like a Castlevania type of game, you know, for those sure. that remember that one. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. You know, that's why okay. it's, so it's, just, it's just simple and it's just straight to the, it's just, it's fun. If, for those out there listening, if you've ever played any kind of side-scrolling game, it's not difficult. It's not a bunch of button mashing or anything like that. It's straight like NES style. Um, think Ninja Turtles, think Castlevania, think just Ooh. all types of just side-scrollers. <laughs> uh, I don't want to use Ninja Turtles as a reference, though. Nah. <laughs> yeah, unless, unless, you're using, unless you're using that gap that nobody can never cover. Um, <laughs> but it's, it is. It's fun. It's simple. The graphics are clean and crisp. You know, it's not convoluted or anything like that. And I think it's just it's just something it's, it's a callback. Mm -hmm. It's a callback. And you stated that, you know, how you were, you know, you don't consider yourself a blurred, but you're a blurred because you <laughs> you were on the launch pad of, of what blurred this this generation of blurred has recognized. Mm -hmm. So seeing stuff like that and, and seeing playing that, that 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 beta version of that game, and I'm like, yo, and I, I was at work and I'm like, yo, I don't need to be doing this right now. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it, big brother. You know, like I said, everything for me, I, I'm the people that will really enjoy what I create through Black Line and Cubs are people that either remember the '80s or love the '80s culture. You understand, and, and the creations of the '80s because that's all I know. You understand? Like, I don't know today. I don't know what the landscape is. I don't know what video games are today. I don't know. I see commercials. I don't know how they're played. I don't know what people are doing. If I'm thinking about video game, all I can go back to is the games I referred to earlier. So when I decided to create one, that, that was my reference point, you see. Um, besides Valley of the Kings, I have another one that's more like um, uh, a skills test game. That's the, 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 It's called Contest of Champions. So I'm kind of going between, uh, and con for those of you that know, that know Marvel, know where I got the yeah. Contest of Champions yeah. title from, right? Again, everything's throwback. I'm, I'm like a throwback king in this game, right? and, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you'll even see that even in the eight-bit style of the characters. I use eight-bit character styles more, you know, mm -hmm. more so because that's what I remember. That's what I enjoy, and also to differentiate myself. Again, everybody that thinks video games, they think more complicated, high graphics. And, you know, that stuff is super expensive. Takes a long time to create. But now, if you go throwback. You're dealing with simplicity, you're dealing with less money and uh, ease of use and of creation, which for a lot of people, you know, that's why you don't, you may not have to do Kickstarters and raise 20000 just to create a video game. It might just cost you $1,000, $500. You know what I'm saying? You can do it. Can mm -hmm. be, um, and again, that's just thinking outside of the box and thinking like an entrepreneur. You see what I'm saying? 
not just a visionary and not just a creator. So we have Contest of Champions, which is a skill test, uh, skills test game. And the third one is a, I guess, more of a throwback to Elevator Action. Now, some of you guys <laughs> might remember Elevator Action. I had my designer. I told him that I wanted mm -hmm. uh, a, a game that kind of, you know, let you get on elevators up and down and, and find things, you see. So Elevator Action is the third one. That's uh, that's the Sands of Time game. And so they're they're in a uh, a pyramid and they have to use they have to collect in, in um in sands of time they have to collect hourglasses right and they're collecting the hourglasses going up the different uh, lifts through the pyramid to get to the top and uh, each level is each player excuse me each character in my story gets a certain level so the first level might be you know one cub when he gets to the top he tags the next cub and now you're playing with the next cub so this is how i'm able to integrate you know multiple characters in my stories by that kind of tag function that i utilize he just hit all the nostalgia points <laughs> <laughs> oh man laney laney uh some assassin what y'all want to ask um i think for me it's not just a question um, i'm also a fellow educator been teaching since 2002 and now i'm a dean so it's just really inspiring to see life beyond that. Mm. You know what I mean? That you are pursuing your blurred dream um, and still you did your thing as an educator. So I just, I just give you snaps for that because that's dope. And that's where I want to be. You know Thank what I'm saying? Doing that kind of thing in like five years. So it's just really cool to see. So sure. You contact me. It's going to take you five years. Give me five months. I have to make that happen. It's just like that. I'm serious. I mean, that's what the position that I'm in right now. Well, listen, and, consulting is maybe yeah. maybe what I want to do in three years. Maybe. So that's something else too. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. You know, and that's part of the reason. That's also what's going to differentiate the Black Lion and Cubs brand. And part of the reason why it was important for me to make it family friendly, because ultimately I have to integrate this in the work that I'm currently doing. I can't bring in blood and guts and some of that pornography stuff I see in anime and then try to introduce that to my schools. They ain't going for that. You see what I'm saying? It's inappropriate. And so there's some people, there's some people that I know that would love to get into schools, but they're not going to be able to simply because of the type, the amount of violence that they have, you know, so they have, they might have good messages, but it's too much violence, too many guns and themes that are, are inappropriate for schools. And again, because they don't understand that it's going to be, it's going to cut off their opportunities to do business with schools. But, because I, I'm coming at this differently, that's the first thing I'm thinking about is how can I integrate my anime or multi um, multimedia movement into the schoolwork that I'm doing. And so that's part of the reason why it's family friendly. It's part of the reason there's no guns, no inappropriate language, nothing of a sexual nature. All those things are out of this to uh, also, one, because of my own children, I want to make sure that I'm able to because that's what this is all about. And let me be clear. This here is for my two boys you see on the side there. That's who it's all about. But now I'm able to scale it through business and through the schools. So, um, you know, that's uh, so that's why I said I have a kid's book coming out as well. Right. So the kid's book is going to feature dope, you know, all the dope art from my characters, but in a way that uh, but but has messages that are appropriate for school. So now I'm able to bridge the gap and marry that whole, you know, the the coolness of anime, because anime is dope, super dope and cool, but mm -hmm. then also uh, have, you know, uh, important messages for the children that they can consume in schools. And the, the kids' book is just one thing. I have several different products come, getting ready for schools this August, this August. 
the yeah, man. Moves. We definitely need to talk. I I, I work at a K to A school. Ah, okay. Hey, listen, wait. You look. You know, and you know the term SEL, for example, right? So a lot of my a lot of my work falls under SEL, right? Okay. So that's part of how you know it's just. Hey, listen, I, as you, I do this thing. I do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. dope. And I'm hoping that, and I really want to inspire and motivate. The reason why I pulled together so many people for my July 17th launch, people like Lady Mandalore and uh, uh, my brother Chris here, is I wanted to pull together people that are part of today's blurred community out of respect and deference, but then also uh, to take to pull together people that are are thinking and operating on a on, on a different level. This is what I learned. I'm an artist. You see, I'm an artist first, but I'm not, I don't associate myself with the whole starving artist mentality, the mm -hmm. whole underground movement mentality. I've been a part of that, like I said, in the nineties in the music industry, where you have people that are incredibly talented, dope MCs, you know, freestyle all day, but they're poor, they ain't got no money. You understand? And then mm -hmm. you have these people that have no talent, no skill, and they're getting all the loot. You know what I'm saying? You're looking at these people like, yo, who are these people? Who are these clowns? They can't rap. You know what I'm saying? They're <laughs> what? You know I've what I'm saying? I've been asking myself that for the past 15 years. Now, <laughs> and so it's like that. What I've learned is it's like that in every, particularly every creative industry. You have these two groups of people. Um, and those of us that are really, you know, the, the real creative visionary people that are moving the culture aren't the same ones that are also benefiting financially from the culture. And I said, you know what? That's not me. That that ain't me. I ain't gonna associate myself. So when people say, hey, you know, I'm underground, underground, I said, no, nah, I'm not in the underground. I'm independent. You see, it's a different spirit. Mm -hmm. Underground and independence is two different things. I don't want to be underground because the sun don't reach the underground. You see, mm -hmm. I love the sunlight. You see, I want to get all the sunlight, but I am independent, meaning I'm able to operate on my own. I don't wait for other people to give me permission to do what I want to do. So ultimately, now, you know, I, I've been through that iteration back in the music back in film and in the independent publishing game. Now I'm doing that here to help inspire and motivate other people that are in this space to think similar. Say, hey man, come on. It's dope to honor anime, you know what I'm saying, and Japanese culture, but what about black culture? What about Afri African culture? How do those people that create anime feel about you as a black person? You out here wearing all their stuff and dressing in all their clothes, the owner of that, does he respect you as a black person? Does he respect black culture? How do they demonstrate that? Or is it like Tommy Hilfinger, you know what I'm saying, where we wear their clothes and they talk trash or Timberland, you know what I'm saying, we talk, we idolize people who, who can't stand us. And so, you know what I'm saying, I'm seeing that now in, in the anime space. We used to say the white man's ice is colder and that's the reason why we, we, we defer to white people. But in this space, it seems like the Japanese, we treat the Japanese ice like it's colder, what they create more than we respect that more than what we create. And I see, and I'm tired of it. I'm on my Malcolm X maneuvers right now. You know, <laughs> my Marcus Garvey. You understand what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I'm about that life. I'm about I'm about power moves. I'm about ownership because it's too much for that slave ship out there. So mm -hmm. I want to motivate and inspire all of us in this space now who, who've never heard of me, right? Mm -hmm. To come and see someone who's coming out of left field in six months swinging with video games and cartoons and comic books and coloring books and kids books and mm -hmm. albums like oh, how do you do that in five months i know some people in five years ain't create a fraction of that you understand <clears throat> so but again it's a different mentality a different mindset and i'm hoping that i can lead by my example and bring together people who are in this space to say hey man look 
there's a different way. You can do it differently. You can do it better. You can uh, and, and be in, in control of it and honor your culture and, and also make some money too, right? So you don't have to do Kickstarters. You ain't got to, you know, wait for people to give. Nah, you got your own money. So you can create at will, create at, for the shared joy of creation. Because isn't that what art is really about? You understand? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Y'all got me talking, man. Look, look, no, this is what I want. Because see, look. I seen the interview that Lady Mandalore did with, with you on her show. Mm-hmm. And what I really appreciated is when you explained why you were creating what you were creating and the reasoning behind what you were creating. Because there's there are certain factions out there who say the same thing, but they leave that next half off. Mm-hmm. And they never catch, they, they, they don't make that connection. They don't make that connection about, hey, I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing this for your kids. I'm doing this because we need to be seen. You know, this platform is always about us being seen and taking and taking our ownership back, you know, of what we what we create, you know. So and that's what I really appreciated. And I said, see, that's the difference between you and some of these other camps who don't get it, who don't say it, who don't feel it, you know, or don't even act it, Mm. you know. So when I heard I was just like, I couldn't type fast enough (laughs) (laughs) to say that's what I was looking for was that type of answer from somebody who who spoke, who spoke, who walked, who did what he said, that took the actions, made it happen. You know, not looking for the handout, just look, saying, hey, let me get on the platform. Let me show you what I can, what I can do. And then let me show you what you can do and vice versa. You know, and then you can go and reach back next to help the next man and sister out and, and vice versa. It just keeps, it Keep keeps it going. going. Build, yes, build the foundation. That's right. And, and pay it forward. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Pay it forward. Yeah. I've got it. The creative dream. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's the creative dream. Cinematic Assassin, what you got? No, I was just curious. Uh, we got to see your sons a little bit earlier. Um, how much of their personalities, uh, I guess, was able to be transported <laughs> into your, your fictional world? Because it sounds, I mean, clearly you have a big personality. You're running things um to, to the launch but it sounds like in the in your property the sons maybe take more of the the forefront so how much of their personalities from their little age <laughs> where they are now were you able to translate into your media yeah that, that's a great question i, I never, never even anticipated someone asking a question like that um so for, so thank you first and foremost um i've really you know made it made a conscious decision to incorporate as much of my children's personality. And as you see, they're young. I have a two-year-old and a Mm four-year-old. And so, and they were only three and one when I was developing this. So for example, um, the the son here with the Ankh, I don't know if you guys can see my, 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 uh, okay. Yeah. So my son here with the Ankh, uh, this is Osaro, my youngest son, Osaro. uh, His hair is brown. He came out and his hair was Sandy Brown. Uh, and it was lopsided, you know what I'm saying? His, you know, when, when kids are young, their hair doesn't grow in the same time. But his hair was lopsided. So I decided, hey, you know what? I'm gonna make I'm gonna play that into my character. Uh, and he's he, he's more laid back uh, than my other son, Saladin. Saladin is, ah, hey, that's why he's always having the green, the, the mean face and the, the wide eyes, and he, he has his fists because he's always about ah, ready for action. Uh, his hair at the time was very, you know, big and bushy and wild. So I, I incorporated that. And then when it comes to the lessons and the stories that are being told in my cartoon and the comic, 
um, a lot of the themes are based off of themes that I'm currently talking to them about, like bravery, for example. Like Saladin, for example, right now, he doesn't like going to the bathroom by himself when it's dark. You know what I'm saying? So I say, son, you know, be brave. Aren't you super Saladin? Right? Oh, yes, I'm super Saladin. So, you know, bravery, bravery mm -hmm. for him. Um, and he loves, you know, one of the beautiful things is, and, you know, I don't know how much of this I'm going to share to the public, but, you know, my son, my eldest son, he's really deep into African culture. Like he, he can tell you the names of, of a lot of the, um, the, uh, the uh, Egyptian places or uh, Thoth and Horus and, and Anubis. He knows these names. He can identify them. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just a beautiful thing to hear him speak about African culture in a way that's just so natural and matter of fact to him. In fact, he probably knows more about it than half the adults on me. You understand? <laughs> um, so it, it's a beautiful thing. So uh, for him, because he studies the, the culture, you know, I in, incorporate that into the story. Same with Osaro. Osaro, he's he's a lot younger. He doesn't talk well yet, and um, he does. I, 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 it's harder to pinpoint his personality. But one thing I do know is that he loves to hear me read. So in one of the episodes, I, I discuss, I share how you know Osaro loves to hear his father read the hieroglyphics from the from the scroll. So things of that nature. So as much as humanly possible, because like I said, this is a very personal thing for me. You know, this is very personal. Um, and I've been struggling with deciding how much I let the world know how personal it really is. Cause I don't, I don't want people to get, you know, get, sometimes people get jealous about things, right? Like what right. I'm doing, what I, what I am right now, I'm a father. I don't consider myself a blurred or taco or I'm a father, you understand? I'm a father first. That's what I am. And all I'm doing is honoring my children and my family through my vision of a black line and cup. That's what I'm doing, honoring my children, you see? And um, so it's very personal for me. And a lot of what I share and develop is for them first. Like they know, so my point is, um, I don't know how much I'm, I plan on letting the world, you know, I'm talking to you guys about this here now, but mm -hmm. I don't know how much I'm letting, I'm going to let the world know that it's fashioned after real people and it's just me and my kids because sometimes it, it might uh, minimize my ability to, to touch the rest of the world. You know, when people don't know it's about you, then it's, there, it's easier for some people to receive it because, oh, it's not about you, it's about me or it's about someone else. It's, it's fictional, right? Mm -hmm. But when they know it's personal and it's about this person, it kind of disassociates for some people the fact that, oh, well, that, uh, that's them doing that. I want to do my thing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I find that, again, prevalent in our community, unfortunately, in the black community. So mm -hmm. uh, I hope I answered your question. That's a long, long answer to a short question. <laughs> absolutely, we, absolutely. We, we touch on things that many people don't talk about or find, find boring because we don't do the hot button topic stuff. Mm -hmm. And we're not about the hot button topic stuff. We're about like the advancement of our people. We're about talking about topics that we see from our point of view. We're talking. This is what we do, mm -hmm. you know. So when when you and I connected, and I I loved your message. By the way, Thank you, you know what you're talking about is right on the line of everything that this platform is all about. And there's a couple other ones out there that's like the same way. So when you don't get too often someone who talks in this in this manner and knows what they're talking about is doing what they're talking about and got more coming on what they're talking about you know and they don't hold back you know and that's what i can I, it ain't nothing but respect it's Appreciate nothing but respect. It, it's, it's nothing but that I, 
I do have one question, actually. I just thought about it now. I know I haven't talked a lot, but we talked a lot already. <laughs> um, All good. All good. Do as your boys grow, do you plan on adjusting the story to fit their age group? Great question. Um, I don't know. I, so, you know, they're so far away from that, right? And they're only two and four years old right now. Uh, but I'll say this much. Um, I'm a visionary. I'm very creative. And I think expansively. And I, I think about the future to your question, to the point of your question. So for example, I hope I also have multiple iterations or storylines developed for my characters. Uh, so for example, you guys remember, it's, uh, again, in the, when the eighties came into the nineties, mm -hmm. there was this thing for the Batman series called Dark Knight, all right? Mm -hmm. What Frank Miller did is he came up with a story. It was a visionary story about what Batman would be like in the future you guys all notice, like everybody, y'all yeah. all notice yeah. now, but yeah. back in, in 1991, when it first, it was like 89, 90, when it first came out, it was like no one had thought about doing something like this. It was someone creating a, a new storyline that was in the future for Batman. Mm -hmm. Frank Miller wrote it and, and, and did the, the art and it was amazing. And, and you never saw Batman so angry and dirty. And just, it was the first time you ever saw it. You guys notice this is every day right now, but yeah. back then that was revolutionary. So in any case, I did something similar for Black Lion and Cubs. I had one of my artists envision my characters in the future. And um, it's called the Dark Future series. I think, I think it's what I call it, Dark Future series. And so in, in that series, you know, Black Lion's, all his hair is white. You know, look, you know, all his hair is white, his kids are grown up. So I've already been considering, um, you know, that type of thing. But again, I'm not sure what will happen with this series by the time my kids are, are teenagers you know all i know is uh, i plan to keep it family friendly um because i think that's important now that as a as a parent i start to i see the world differently i, I watch tv differently i watch children's children's content in particular a lot more sensitively now and i'm like hold on man, that's not right what are you hold on hey hey hold on i had to, I had to turn off finding nemo the other day again i, I heard you talk about that. Nemo. yeah <laughs> i love finding nemo mm -hmm. but as a father i see certain things like hey hold on man. hey that's not i don't want my kid repeating that so uh my point is it's a, i feel it's it's part of my mission like frederick douglas said to help build strong children so mm -hmm. we don't have to repair broken men you see mm -hmm. and so that's part of the reason why you know all of my content is going to be uh produced excuse me not produced but distributed by black education station let me give a shout out to them by the way blackeducationstation.com it's our own netflix ladies and gentlemen it's mm -hmm. netflix slash pbs kids created by black people owned by black people featuring black people not as the token not as the sidekick but as the main character that's blackeducationstation.com so for okay. those who actually launched on july 17th if you're looking for the black line of cups cartoon and motion comic series it will be found there not on youtube not on youtube no it won't be on youtube it'll be on black education station exclusively so okay. let's talk about the launch yeah yeah this is I'm looking forward to this launch. Uh here here here's some of the people that's on the launch. Oh, look at that bald faced man up the front. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's where I gotta get more headshots. Uh but so so far you have myself, you have yourself, you have Harrison Curl, we're a Famicom, 
Nancy Gilliam from Black, for Black Education Station, Dr. Chester from Black Educators Rock, Lady Mandalore from Room Full of Blurds, Caprice Deshawn from U, UE for Life, and our very own Josh Brown, who we've had on for General Joshua Comics. Um, already a nice lineup. Now, this is taking place July 17th. You want to be there. This is the launch. This is the major launch. Let's talk about what these people will see for this launch. Well, you know, I'm still formulating exactly what they're going to see, but I'll say this much. This launch is going to mark a, it's going to place a flag or a comma in the history of anime because it's such a historic launch like people don't really understand the gravity of what we're doing with this launch but as far as i know and you guys can correct me because you've been in the space a lot longer than i have it is the first time an independent anime brand has launched so many different types of products and mediums at the exact same time we're talking about a cartoon series a comic book um video three video games the, the album the merch uh, the card deck, and uh, so I don't know, everything else. Uh, but my point is, it's historic that this is happening. You know and what? on top of that, not only he's is it right. independent, it's black-owned, too. Mm. And so no, the he's other right. Thing is, he's right. He, it, this is probably the first time I haven't heard any other, and no shade to any other indie creator out there, but this is probably the first time that many properties Medium. has been launched at, this, at mediums at the same yeah. time. Yeah. I don't know of any major ones that have done done all of that at the same time. Right. And and so that's thank you to that to that point. That's why we're excited because you know we want to lead by example. We want to place. We want to etch our make our mark in the history of this culture, and then set the uh, blaze a trail or set a foundation for other people to do the same. One of the things that I've seen prevalent in this space is this thing where everybody's caught up with this fundraising thing. Everybody's raising funds, raising funds, raising funds. I get it. You got It takes dough to make bread. That's Hustler's Commandment number nine. I wrote the book. Understand? <laughs> However, you know, what I'm about is helping people get their own money so mm -hmm. you don't have to sit around and wait for other people to give you the money to do what you want to do. I want to help people think and operate in a way that they can create at will. I know what it feels like because I've been in a place where I, I had to pimp myself out. Or no, hold myself out, I should say, my artistry to mm. make money. It's not a good feeling. Oh, let me just do this so I can make a dollar here. Let me just do this so this someone can pay me for I don't like that. You understand? Especially when it comes to my artistry, my craft is very personal to me. You understand? I'm an artist. As Erica Badu said, I'm sensitive about my stuff. You understand? Very sensitive. I don't like no one telling me. I don't like no one telling me or having having any kind of opinion that has an effect on what I create. You understand? Mm -hmm. I create for the sheer love and joy of it. Now, I'm able to do that because I already have the money. I know business. I've built business, right? So it frees me to be the creative person that we all want to be, right? And to do it at will and not have... If I sell not one single piece of content from Black Line and Cubs, guess what? I'm good. You understand? <laughs> I'm good. And if no one in this world outside of my two children love what I create, guess what? I'm good because that's who I made it for in the first place. Now, hey. that, level, that level of freedom and uh, a confidence that I would love to share with other 
beautiful creative people in this space because this is what I do know. Man, we have some amazing creatives, man. Some amazing storytellers, artists, and some of the art I've seen created by black people. I'm like, man, why? How come this person ain't popping? Why come I never heard of this person? Where's where's there? You know, and all I hear see is Kickstarter and maybe what was me all, you know, and then some of these other entities, all they do is you know, investor rounds, investor rounds. That's the same thing. Let's be clear. No, that's not it sounds it sounds like it's better because it's called investor rounds, right? Mm -hmm. But that's the same mm -hmm. thing. You're you're raising money because you don't have it. You understand? You need so my point is let's get out of this, you know, let's get out of this thing where we're constantly asking people for money to do what we want to do. Let's find creative ways so that we can get the money, free us up to, to develop the content that we want to develop at the level that we want to develop with the competencies so we don't have to sell ourselves short. Or as they say, you know, in previous generations, sell out. You see, that's what happens. We end up selling out. There ain't no sellout over here. You see, because I don't need your money. You understand? And that's a beautiful thing to have to be able to say. I don't need it, so I'm good. You see? It's your... It's your level of it's your it's your aura of peace. Mm -hmm. That's that that's what's that's what's doing it. You know, I'm like, yo, this this man is is talking from a place of you can, you can't. It's not gonna matter. I'm good. It, it, those two right there is what I'm doing it for. And you walking that yep. you walking that path. That's mm -hmm. not everybody can be straight out and say that and feel that way. So, so I, 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 I want to be clear. I'm sorry. I was just saying I can I can also hear a lot of New York. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I want to say I hope I'm not offending anybody. Uh, you know, in, in the way I speak about this, because you know sometimes people misconstrue what I'm saying is bragging. You see, and uh, ultimately I want to be clear that my my intent is to inspire and motivate people. Mm -hmm. To transit, because for me in this life, it's either ownership or it's slave ship. You understand? Mm. This, this that part. It is. It's ownership mm. or it's slave ship. And I'm I'm Frederick Douglass in this game. I'm Harriet Tubman. So I'm here trying to free people from that slave ship and put them on this ownership. And the way I do so is not by just talking it. I walk it each and every day. So that's why I always refer to what I'm doing to help people see that this is real. This isn't someone that read a book. Or went to school for this or saw someone else do it and i'm quoting tony robbins or whatever no let me show you so i'm doing this thing i'm doing it i'm your brother i look just like you i'm no different from you except mm -hmm. i operate on this level and thinking and action not just the thought but also the action and i want to help other people do the same and so I'm, I'm hoping that that's that's translated well in my conversation with you guys tonight see now this is what i'm talking about about that that aura of peace in in how you explain yourself not everybody will do that not everybody is willing to say uh don't get it twisted this is not this is not me bragging this ain't this is not it you're explaining it in a way that no i don't want you getting upset i want you to hear what i'm saying why mm -hmm. i said it mm -hmm. and then you can you can ascertain what you want from there but this is why i'm saying you that's this you could tell he's speaking as an educator Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, someone that had, there's there there are adults. Let's be fine. Let's be honest. There are people, grown adults, who you have to speak to as children mm -hmm. for them to understand Listen. the simplicity of what's being taught. Ooh. You're, you're, you're not talking to be. You're not talking to make sound. You're talking to be heard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
you yeah. talking you talking to make sense to me. That's why I was like, nah, you you did not come off, and I, I was gonna add to that, you did not come off to me, you did not come off as arrogant, you didn't come off as any of that. You literally sat there and said, Here is my story, you can do it too. That's there you what go. I, that 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 that's me. That to me, the way you were speaking is like, this is my story. You can, you can literally choose. You, you pretty much said there is an avenue. You can choose to take it, or you can choose not to take it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just telling you, you know, you, you 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 pretty much laid that out there. That's what that's what I took from mm-hmm. it. So I didn't I didn't take it as arrogant, even though I heard the New York. But then again, I'm from the South. We all we all think y'all arrogant. So whatever you love being camera, so, don't play that. So so for the record, we'll be watching is from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Lady whoa, Vandalore whoa, whoa, is from whoa, 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 whoa. wait, you're living in Maryland, right? I'm from Baltimore. Oh, <laughs> wait, no, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, it's a little different. It's a bit of fire. Lady Mandalore, you know, she's in New York. Laney from Geek by Heart, she's in New Jersey. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. So Will's the only Southerner. Yeah. You know, so he's just like, why all the hostility? <laughs> That's why I was sitting there saying we, you know, just to throw a joke, we all think we all y'all probably think that we all slow, we all think y'all arrogant. So, you know, you know I heard that I heard that from a homie. It's probably part of the reason why I do take the time to make sure that people don't misconstrue right. my passion. You see what I'm saying? Because my homie, he's he's from South Carolina and Atlanta, and he's, he's one of my best friends. Right? He's it's like my ace. You understand? Mm-hmm. And he would tell me, like, yo, we down, we we used to hate the, y'all New Yorkers. Y'all arrogant. Y'all think y'all all this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so on and so forth. So, um, and, again, I'm, I'm very passionate. Like, and I, even today, I presented at a conference earlier today. And mm-hmm. I do the same thing. I have to, I have to uh, make sure that my, my passion, my fervor, and my belief and confidence in myself doesn't offend other people's insecurities. Yeah. You see? Yeah, that's, that's Deion Sanders. That's Deion Sanders right there. He yes. says, "Don't let, yeah. don't let my, don't let my confidence offend your insecurities." Mm-hmm. Right, that and, part. And I understood when he said that. I said, "Dang, that's so." Because you know, it's, it's a sad thing that that happens a lot of times for people is that you know when someone comes off as confident, it it it's an affront to you know the, the insecurities that other people have, and that's not the intention. The intention is to say, "Hey, man, look, I'm your brother." Man, look, if you see me as powerful and confident confident and all these different things, let me show you how to do the same thing. I mean, let, let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, let it inspire you and motivate you instead of, you know, run you away with, you know, words of, uh, you know, anyway, you know. So anyway, <laughs> uh, you, I, no, you're right. No, I know. You are, you are 100% right. So that's why, like you said, you, we all have to take what you did is what we've all have done on this panel. It's like you have to you have to literally get your point across to the point to where they have to see. I, I always say you have to see beyond someone's work. You have to see beyond someone's personality and really see what they're trying to tell you. So that's always been the that that right there is the is the verbal judo of all things. It's like because okay. folks will sit there like for example, folks will folks will see you. It's like oh man, he's got. He's got a comic line. He's got video games. He's got this. He's got. He's got the. He got. He's got the mission. He's got the purpose, and they get so caught up 
in everything you accomplished that they forget it's like, hey, I'm only telling you what you can do, but I'm trying to get you away from the, I, I, it's like, it's like, it's like a cat sees shiny objects. Like if a cat sees a shiny object, it's stuck. There's nothing you can do to it. I'm trying to pull you away from the shiny objects. I'm trying to get you to listen to me. So therefore the message is not lost. So mm. I see what I see what you're saying. So no, I know we all get it. We really do. As far as as far as having to um, as far as having to present yourself in such a way to where it's like, I just need you to hear me. Don't don't think, don't look at all the flash and substance, hear what I'm telling you and digest that. So I, I get where you're. I see. I, I truly do get that. Thank you, big brother. Thank you. This is. Um, I can't wait for us as a people to actually listen and be like that, and not be jealous when people are presenting who they are. Because I think that, like, because it's so interesting. Like, I also did not get anything from you of feeling like you're bragging or overconfident. I felt like you were telling your story. I felt like you were laying down roadmaps and you were saying, come along on the train. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So when, when, yes. when I'm thinking about how you were saying it, I'm like, well, why is that? And I think that sometimes we can just be our own worst enemy and we can just get off into being our own worst enemy and being our own best friend. Yo, we as a people we can stop. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's my language right there. You know what that's I'm what I'm saying. You see? Is it Laney? Lady, yeah. let me tell you something. That, that's what I know. Like when, when we recognize our true divine nature and know how powerful we are and start operating in that space, that is how we and who we become. Unstoppable, yeah. like the juggernaut, right? Hey, 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 that's my blur coming out. Yeah, unstoppable. <laughs> and that's what I'm demonstrating right now. Like, listen, I am unstoppable. No one can stop me because no one else is in control of me but me. You understand? No one has the power and domain over me but me. And so with that, a person becomes free and unstoppable. That's why I liken my work to Frederick Douglass and Harriet Tubman. I said it's ownership or it's slaveship for a reason. Harriet Tubman said, she said, you know what? I freed a lot of slaves and I would have freed a whole lot more if only they knew they were slaves. You see? And there's too many of us that don't know, you know, because we, we get caught up in whatever else... We're caught up and we don't even know that you still right there. You still right there that, you know, from, from, you know, behind, and we, we just had Juneteenth, right? Nah, you ain't free. You ain't free. Okay. So my point is, um, that's why I like my, you utilize those phrases. In fact, when I first started in entrepreneurship, my title was a CEO. It was business abolitionist. I was my, I gave myself that title, business abolitionist. Freeing people through entrepreneurship. You see? So uh, thank you. Thank you for that, Laney, uh, you know, because that's really that's what I want for us, man. And, and that's ultimately what I'm teaching my two sons, how to become unstoppable. Yeah. And I'm using <laughs> now this medium to help them do so. See, when I hear when I hear these. When I hear these these words, these bars, because we said it in the private chat, these, these are bars, you know, I think even even down to we just seen Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. And there's a line he says in there, you know, when they say you're not supposed to be here, you're you're different, you're an anomaly. And Miguel says, I'm tired of people telling me how I should live, what I should be doing with my life, blah, blah, blah. He says, nah, I'm going to do my own thing. 
Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the vibe. I, I'm like that right there speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. So, I, man, what's up? Mm-hmm. The fact, mm-hmm. the fact, you broke down a lot of stuff. <laughs> they came to church today. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope they're responsive to it. You know, I hope the people are responsive to it. You know, I, I've I've done this as you guys can hear in a lot of different iterations at, at a lot of different points in my life and now i'm just doing so through the anime space but um you know one of my frustrations is like like harriet said you know i wish i could have done so much more man i wish more people listened i wish more people followed through um on on, on, on the messages and the, the information that they're receiving because man we we're, we're so we're so beautiful we're so powerful man and and, and we're living at a fraction at where we could if we actually understood that and utilized it, you understand? So, right, you right. Know. So, how, how do we end this week? <laughs> <laughs> that's a collection plate. I'm at this oh, point. Right, <laughs> <collection plate. laughs> uh, that's that I, I can't fall. It's hard to fall that up. That's just, yeah, it's, right? it's really hard. Um, Hotep, my brother, you have an amazing spirit. You have an amazing you. message. You have an amazing platform. Thank you. And I just hope that the word, word, the rest of the blurred space sees that and uses that same mentality. And, and like Lainey said, just kind of follow suit because we are a powerful people. When, when, mm-hmm. when it's, it's, it's those moments where they look at us and think the worst that we just like, you know what? Let me show you something. <laughs> if I may say one last thing about that point. This is something that uh, people don't really appreciate and has been said in a variety of different ways by white people, and we got mad at them, but it's true. The truth of the matter is the African-American is the most powerful being on this planet, and this is the reason why. I said the African-American. I didn't say the African. I said the Mm African-American because, as was mentioned earlier, we are the survivors of the Middle Passage. We are the survivors of slavery. We are the upper echelon, right, of the breeding process. I hate to say it, but it's true. The breeding process that went and occurred through slavery. People didn't select the worst of us. They selected the most powerful of us, the most intelligent, the most capable of us. And they, this is what they, those people were doing back then, what white people were doing. They were selecting and breeding the same way they did, other, they did animals. You see what I'm saying? Right. So we as the African-American are the byproduct of the survival, right? Of all of these, these horrors of the world and the, 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 the selection, not natural selection, but the, 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 the purposeful selection of building a superhuman being, right? We don't got, we ain't gotta watch, uh, um, you know, we, gotta, we ain't gotta watch uh, Tony Stark make the suit or Captain America and his, you know, all of that, all of that, check this out. All of that stuff, all that fantasy story that they make in them, them comic books is really has already been done in real life with us, you see? So I say all that to say, we as African-Americans, man, we we, we have the genetics, man, just the, on a genetic level, not, or by nature or selection are incredibly powerful beyond any other species or you know, subspecies of human being on this earth. It is our destiny and right Huh? Destiny and right to do this thing and do this thing at a level that no one has ever seen it in every space, not just sports, 
You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So I want to remind that to everybody that's watching, right? This is this is who we are. It's how it's been intended for us. And with that great power, as you guys know before, comes great responsibility. There it is. And so I'm going to challenge everybody to take charge of that responsibility, apply that responsibility, hold yourself accountable as well. Hold your fellow man and fellow sister accountable, right? When they slacking and not being the best that they can be, to do something powerful and productive on this planet. Y'all got me preaching right now, hold on. <laughs> Yo, the church is here. Church is a session, okay. I'm just saying. You know and so, you know, the only thing I ask of you guys don't pay it back. Pay it forward, man. If you believe in what I'm saying to be true and, and, and inspiring and motivating, share with your audiences Black Lion and Cubs. The only space that I'm asking people to come to is our IG page, at Black Lion and Cubs. That's the only place. I'm keeping it simple. So you got to go look for us. And all, at Black Lion and Cubs on IG. Follow us. Forward it. Share it. Thank you, sir. Share with people. Let them know. Amen. Check this out. And, at, and, and then RSVP for our historic launch, man. Be a part of history. Be able to say, you know what? I was at March on Washington. Yeah, you, you couldn't be at March. But this is our March on Washington right here, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you couldn't be at the Million Man March, the first one back in 96. Was it 95 or 90? Hey, Nine, yeah, 96, yeah. 96, you understand? Mm -hmm. This is history right here. So let, make sure when you you know, when it was asked, hey, when Black Lion Cubs launched, where were you? You know what I'm saying? Make sure, hey, I was there. I got pictures. I got screenshots. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he shouted me out. I was on the panel. You see what I'm saying? So that's all I ask you guys. Pay it forward, man, because I'm telling you, I ain't going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep coming through. I'm coming through smashing in an orderly fashion because that's what, hey. what I was born to do. All right? I'm done. I'm done. Thank you guys for your time. Hotel. <laughs> My man. Yo, this was dope. Uh, like I said, your platform, your platform is amazing. Uh, I'm I'm glad to be a part of this launch. You know, I'm glad for us to be working together. The fact that you don't, you, you never cease to amaze me. Every time we've spoken, and I'm just like, and this is where I'm supposed to be, and this is who I'm supposed to talk to, <laughs> and this is what's going on. So. Yo, thanks again, man, for coming through. Uh, Y'all really need to go check them out. Black Lines and Cubs, the link tree. Check the link tree in the bio. Get the RSVP is in the information up there. You will be doing yourself a severe disservice. It's taking place July 17th. Yeah, making a snarl face. <laughs> <laughs> we make, you want to go check this man out, uh, what he's talking about. It's all facts. No fluff. It's all there. Man, Hotep, thank you once again for coming through, man. Thank you all. Peace. All right, Lady Mandalore. Hello, hello. Good evening, everybody. Hi. Um, I'm gonna look at my camera now. Hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lady Mandalore here, also known as Roomful of Blurs. Right over here. I have to get used to this now. Um, you can <laughs> find me on Sundays. Um, 
eat 9 p.m eastern standard time on my own little podcast um on youtube and live on twitch um i also have a monthly uh audio chat room that i hold on an app called Fanbase. it's the first saturday of every month uh boy i can also be oops, i skipped one part i'm also on opulence radio it's a lot on, to take in it is a lot i, I work hard I do work. Um, I'm also on Opulence Radio on Thursdays and Saturdays. Um, and I do other things too. Jesus, and I can't think of what they are. I do another podcast where I talk about the history of Mandalore. All um, the things. All the before, things. All, all the things. things. Um, I do the voice acting on it. I do the, the script. That's my show. That's my baby. Um, I'm very proud of it. That is it. That is all. Thank you. God bless. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Lainey from Geek by Heart. Talk Yo, to I love the fact that we are just all a jack of all trades and y'all. <laughs> yes. Um, I am Lainey from Geek by Heart. Um, I am one half of Geek by Heart. Me and my husband do Geek by Heart on Instagram, on YouTube, on Twitter. Just come to join us there. We talk about all things geeky. I love to talk about horror stuff. So if you want to, find me on my write-ups on blurredseyeview.org, but also on TikTok as well. And we just here to have a good time. Factual. Showtime. It's just what we do. It's just what we do. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be wrong if you didn't. Uh, Black Spartan. Yes, it is Talk I. With the peoples. I, Black Spartan, also known as Blackbox447 on all socials. Um, I pretty much do reviews on everything that I watch, that I play, that I read in gym stuff, because apparently I scared Jehovah's Witnesses. Just putting it out there, apparently. Apparently I'm too, apparently I'm big enough to be safe. But um, aside from that, I do have a couple podcasts of my own. Of course, my news and political podcast called How the Frack Got Here. Every Wednesday and Saturday on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. My video game podcast is called Get Bit with my coach Joe Canelo. Every Friday on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, my podcast both can be seen and heard everywhere podcasts are uh, syndicated or uploaded, downloaded, or re-uploaded for all those that want to listen to it twice. We are also on Oculus Radio as well as Always Record TV along with Roomful of Blurreds and with Blurreds Eye View. So we are joining the very big fleet, if you will, with the Capitan. With 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 the king of the north, uh, render of all seven realms. Uh, I got to get a nameplate that just says just the man. Just you need a flag. Right, might as well at this point. Um, scroll. <laughs> need somebody to read it every time I come in a room. Oh, I'm also uh, one of the many writers from Blurred's Eye View. I actually do the wrestling side of things. Why? Because wrestling is real and people are fake. Shout out to Mr. Kennedy for that one. And at the same time, guys, I, I as you've heard from Hotep, who I also said the same thing, um, that going forward, we do need to be more about sharing, uh, sharing what people are doing, really pumping them up, promoting them, um, congratulating everybody, whether it's a win or it's a bag, it's a job. It takes literally zero energy to do all these things. It takes 100% negative energy to do these things. And at the same time, we need to be more about unifying and moving forward. Um, simply put, because we, well, imagine what we would be if we were truly unified. It would scare one people. We would be What? <laughs> We that also, out this bitch. <laughs> that also being said, I just have one simple rule. I'm a very social person, as those four will tell you. I am a very talkative person. We'll talk to almost anybody. I just have one rule. Don't be a dick, and we'll all be cool. 
It's a nice tag. <laughs> the cinematic assassin will be watching in the building. Shit yes. Technical yeah, terrorist. Yes. It is I will be watching the cinematic assassin. I'm a writer for purefandom.com where I uh, talk about trailers, Craven the Hunter coming soon, and uh, do episode recaps from time to time. And I, you know, I might get, you know, secret invasions coming, dip my toe there. I'm also a writer for uh, blurtseyeview.org where I talk about uh, action movies. And uh, I might be writing something about. The Flash, the the billion dollar movie that wasn't. Um, <laughs> don't go to Vegas, Will. Hey, listen. <laughs> you, you, you put it all on black, and sometimes the, the house wins. It is what it is. It's <laughs> all good. Um, what else? Do I do? Oh, I do TV reviews, movie reviews, comic reviews. On the internets at Mayhem Media's M A Y E H E M Media. That's on IG, TikTok, um, Twitch. Not really. Don't check for me there. Um, and Twitter, um, the YouTube as well. Coming soon. And as I always say, um, mental health is important. So be sure and uh, take your meds and take that PTO. And uh, whatever else you do, lean into laughter, lean into learning, lean into love, and we're going to make this thing a better place. Right, right, right. <sighs> Honey, get the scroll out. Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear ye. Just bust out the CVS receipt. Yeah. <laughs> the CVS receipt, right. Uh, uh, it is your man on the wall, Chris Fury, King of the North, the man with the plan, the captain of the ship. What anything else? Nothing else? Okay, good. We just <laughs> the rest of the time. Um Natural right. That's all of that. All of that. Uh if you like what you've seen and this is your first time here, go check us out on IG, Blurred's Eye View, and you will find the link tree in the bio, which will lead you to all the platforms you can find us, including Facebook, Blurred's Eye View Podcast, and you can listen to us on Opulence Radio. Blurred Out Thursdays, Blurred's Eye View is the show that leads the charge, and we're on there with Roomful of Blurreds, Get Big Podcast, and I want to say I want to say Navy Show is on there too. Uh, so we're we're out here, we're we're out here. They're not lying when we said a fleet. I told y'all we coming, we are coming. Uh, you can pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you Shout out to Raw for that one. Blurred's uh, Blurred's after that. <laughs> Blurs out here at the dark. Uh, well, you can also catch us on Twitch as well. So, uh, but man, it's always an honor when I have the team with me when we have dope people on. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube as well. Go over to the YouTube channel, that's also in the link tree bio. Uh, go to the YouTube channel, show your love, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, have some fun. Check out our man Tafari TV. Check out Tafari TV. He's he's giving us the commercials and the skits and and more theories that we got to go back and rework and, and go over now. Uh, damn Canon Vince. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> tune in to us live every Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, and Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Why 9? Because life be life. So 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays, same channels, but you want to tune in for us this Thursday. I mean, you want to tune, tune in to us all the time, but, you know, mm -hmm. why not? Um, 
Thank you, Verb, for uh, Tafari and Verb been neck and neck in the, the comment section tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. I love it. I love it. That's good. Te- that's good television. Um, but you can also catch us on. You can always catch us on. Always present. Always present. Well, first off, we're an affiliate of Otaku Noir. Let's get oh. that out. We are an affiliate of Otaku Noir. Go to otakunoir.com and use the discount code Blurds Eye View for a few shipping for free shipping. Uh, Otaku Noir. Noir the number one blurred mystery box company. You don't want to miss it. You want to get in on that. You really want to get on that. You can also check us out on Always Press Record TV on Roku and Amazon Fire. Just go to alwayspressrecord.com and uh, follow the directions there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Shout out to our guest, Hotep, for Black Lion and Cubs. Uh, Dope guy. Dope platform. You want to tune in to July 17th, go to at blacklionandcubs.com or at blind black at black lion and cubs on IG. Mm-hmm. Go to the link tree. They have the RSVP for July 17th. So you find out the time, get your ticket free, of course. Uh, and check us out. We, me and Landy, Lady Mandalore will be there. We will be there amongst other educators and people of creative. Uh, uh, spaces talking about what needs to be talking about and doing the work. So you want to tune in for that. Uh, but thank you to Hotep and thank you to my team. Yeah. See, we can do serious too. <laughs> in a fun we, way. We, we, we do it in a fun way. We make the people laugh. Yeah. And we, and, yeah. Yeah, we, we we're, we're real people. Yeah, you know, <laughs> think of us like the Firefly. Think of us like the Firefly crew. Only all of us are still alive, you know. So uh, too soon, too soon. Look, yeah, I, I'm soon. sorry, but I'm just sorry. But watching Wash and and Shepherd book, not easy. All right, <laughs> it's never going to be easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cinematic sounded like he was sitting there like, oh no, Jesus, no, my old friend. Where's my blankie? Where's my wubby? <laughs> oh my god! So, uh, thank you to everybody. Yes, click, click, click. That's, that's ain't nobody messing with the click. Yeah, yeah. if you want to tune in to us all the time, and you'll be seeing us really soon uh, at BlurCon. We will be at BlurCon. We will be having a panel. Details will be coming soon. So, uh, if you like us live. On the, on the computer screens. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's going to be a party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like how they might have to take us out of there kicking and screaming, but we're going to give them something to talk about. <laughs> oh, my God. So, thank you, Angela, Angelic uh, Impress, for, for joining up. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on all the things, as Hi, Kennedy friends. would say, and, and have fun with us. Show your support. Give us stars on Facebook. Patreon coming very soon. Uh, you want to tune in for that. Uh, what it, what it entail? Join up and find out. Ah, Until then, remember to educate yourself and others, entertain yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. Tune in Thursday while we talk about Batman and Friends and the blackening. <laughs> That's our breakdown for Thursday Yay. evening. It's going to be... Oh, we are going to tear a new one for certain people. 
It's the WB. <laughs> I already got the cane. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get the frog. We are out of here. See you Thursday. Bye.